All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Spin Zone. Episode two with the microphone. And let me tell you, people were loving the microphone. I love it. A lot of times I listen back to some of the episodes I do. And listening to this one was, it was just, it was just wonderful. I don't know how you guys listen to it with such bad sound quality, but I appreciate you guys. I really do. And uh, I listened to the most recent one. And then I listened to one of the older ones. I was like, I can't even listen to it because the sound quality compared to the microphone episode is just so much worse. But we good now. So if you want to listen to some of the old episodes, feel free to. But they might not feel the same as they do now because the sound quality just ain't there. But man, it's uh, today's Wednesday, December 29. Year's almost over. Now I'm recording this on the 28th of Tuesday. Christmas flew by like I told you it would in the last episode. I told you to soak it all in because it comes and goes so fast. It's like that Juice World song. Comes and goes. I don't want to ruin this one this time. But love don't. Christmas don't always come and. But it does always come and go. It came and it went. It's here and it's history. Santa's already taken his three-month-long nap. He hibernates. But I'm getting off topic already. But it's the 28th when I'm recording this, you guys. Um, 29th, Wednesday, getting close to New Year's. I feel like New Year's has kind of always been overrated in my book. First of all, because I'm a fan of sleep. Second of all, it gets a lot of hype, and then the New Year comes, and then what do you do after the New Year comes, you know? I mean, you had, a, you had a party with all your friends, and then New Year comes, like, all right, let's go home, and then you just go home. So, it's it's always it's always interesting. But before I record this podcast, I, I had practice this morning, did a little work after practice, uh, then I came home, read my book for a while, ate some lunch, took a nap. I'm feeling fresh. You know, Christmas break, life is the way to live, if you ask me. It's going to be tough going back to school next week, because I really like living like this, you know. I got practice in the morning. And then I come home, eat lunch, hang out with my family. You know, it's great because every other time I come home from a break, I really have to work. Like Thanksgiving break, work the whole time, except for Thanksgiving, obviously. Summer break, work the whole time. You know, it's always grind season. It's always grinding, grinding, grinding. But now Christmas break is a time where I can come home and not have to work for two weeks. Now, I'm still working because I'm going to basketball practice most every day, but that don't feel like work to me. But yeah, I took a nice nap. It was snowing outside. I was reading my book on the couch. Man, I was just catching a vibe. It's I was just really catching a vibe. That's really what I was doing, just catching a vibe. I'm going to say it one more time just so you guys know. I, I caught a vibe. Read my book, fell asleep, watching the snow fall. I love watching the snow fall. I feel like... If you're outside and it's snowing, it's not as cold. Here, I'll say this. If it's 30 degrees and you're outside and it's snowing, it feels warmer and you're outside and it's snowing and it's 30 degrees than it does if you're just outside and it's not snowing and it's 30 degrees. Something about it. Don't know what it is, but there's just something about it. 
I feel warmer when it's snowing out there. You know, I feel happier to be out there as opposed to if it's just dirty and cold. It's almost like there's a purpose for the cold. There's purpose. Everybody needs a purpose. Not a purpose, but a purpose. So that, that's that's my purpose when it's cold outside. Is If, it, if it's going to be cold, it might as well snow. Just my thoughts. But hey, that's what that podcast is. If you don't want to hear my thoughts, I'm not sure why you're listening. I'm not sure. So let's get right into it, baby. Let's see what we got for the day. Let's see. This is something I've been noticing. 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 Uh, this is something I have uh, recently noticed. Is that there's a lot of pretty girls out there who who have some boyfriends who are not really in their league. And that's just an observation I've made. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe they're really nice guys. Maybe they are. But maybe they aren't. And there's there's nice guys who may be more in their league as well. And I'm not sure what that is. I think it might be so girls feel like they don't have to live up to or keep up with the guy. Which is why I think a lot of girls actually like a dad bod. Now some of you might be saying, what's a dad bod? Dad bod... A lot of times what you see a college kid have when he drinks too many beers, eats too many wings, does different different stuff like that, and he looks like he kind of got a dad by. He's got a little belly on him, a little thicker. And I think a lot of girls like that because then they don't have to feel like they're keeping up. If they got a boyfriend who's jacked, who's cut out of granite, then they feel like they have to exercise every day and keep up with that. But... And that's a lot to compare yourself to. But if you're comparing yourself to a dad bod, you might always look good. That's just an observation I made. I'm not saying there's anything wrong if you're dating a guy with a dad bod. And I'm not saying that's what you're doing. Maybe he's a really nice guy and you really like him. I'm just saying what, what I've observed. And this also may be coming out of a place where I'm tired of seeing all the ugly dudes get all the pretty girls. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I am jealous, okay? You, you you got me. Jeez. You know, last last episode I talked about uh, tryhards in, in gym class and my overrated, underrated. And I was thinking about that. It, it, really ridiculous. And this is going to be kind of biased because I'm a PE teacher. But it's kind of ridiculous how if somebody gives good effort and wants to win in PE class, they get called a tryhard. Now, there are no tryhards in art class. I mean, the kids who got A's in art and made great ceramics and the, their pottery was unreal and their drawings and paintings were lifelike and beautiful. Nobody was in there like, oh, she's a tryhard. Oh, that girl, she's a tryhard. She got an A on her art project. That never happened. It didn't happen in music class or in band. Some girl nails a solo on her clarinet she's been practicing for forever. Nobody's like, oh, she, what, what a tryhard. The double standards are unreal. You can give ever effort in everything except gym class. No, maybe that's not true today. Some kids just hate effort in general, but that's because they're afraid of giving effort and failing, which is something I've been reading about. Not necessarily that thing, but it came up and 
That's interesting. So that's, I mean, I think a big reason why kids call their kids tryhards is because they're afraid of giving effort and failing. So it's just easier not to give effort and to not fail. But that, I mean, you know, as the kid who tried hard in PE and who could hardly draw anything, let alone write his own name in a way that could be read by everybody in a legible way, you know, it just frustrates me because I was a tryhard because I went all out in PE, but couple people in my class really went all out in art and they were seen as good art students not tryhards again just just my thoughts just my thoughts that's all this is just a collection of my thoughts with a song at the beginning and a song at the end to close it out but just my thoughts in the middle that's a it's a thought sandwich a thought sandwich that's tough to say you know, I've been thinking about you guys a lot, and I feel like I need a I need to get a, a name for my listeners of the podcast. You know how Justin Bieber's got the Beliebers. Um, that's really the only one I can think of. Uh, the One Direction. I don't know. They might have something, but I feel like I I need something to call to call you guys. Almost like a cult. I'm not starting a cult. Cults are bad, but cults sometimes have cool names. I'm not gonna lie. So we can, we, we can, we can call cults what they are and tell them and say, Hey, these are not good. This is not a good idea. We can, we can say what they are, but we can also take a little something from them. They got some baller names and they really, they really got each other's back. Now that might be because they're forced into it or they're stuck in and they can't leave. But the camaraderie, I feel like is something we can take away from too. No, I'm not saying take the whole cult idea because obviously the cult idea is bad. But I'm just saying there's some things we can learn from them. But I need I need a name for you guys. I'm not sure how I got from a name for you guys to cults, but I need a name. So if you guys got a cool name, let me know. Holler at me. You know, my phone's always on. I mean, eight hours of the day it's on Do Not Disturb when I'm sleeping. But other than that, you can text me or call me. You can call me when it's on Do Not Disturb. I just won't open it. I mean, so feel free, but just know that I won't read it until the morning. But I think you'll be okay with that. You don't need a response from me right away. You know, something that also I, I noticed recently is that sorority girls just, they'll be flashing gang signs like it's nothing. And they get away with it. You ever seen them holding up like their, their, their alpha, kappa, gamma? All that they're holding up like these letters and these pictures, like one girl's holding this and then the other one's holding like the E, like makes like an A and an E. Like these girls be flashing gang signs daily and they're getting away with it. And it's not the fact that they're getting away with it, it's the fact that they don't even know what they're doing. And I feel like someone's gotta tell them. Hey, you guys are in you get you guys. I mean, you guys might think of yourself as a gang, but you don't want to be involved. I don't want to be involved in that. So that's why you don't see me flashing gang signs. Because I'm not in a gang, and I don't want to make any gangs mad. Sorority girls get away with it. Cute white girls at 
IU Bloomington get the flash gang signs like it's their job. They get to recruit people to their gangs. They get to hang out with their gangs. And then they flash the gang signs all over Bloomington. And nothing ever happens to them. And I'm not saying I want something to happen to them. I just want them to know what they're doing. Might be might be seen as gang affiliated. Now I'm not in a gang or anything. And I never will be. But. I mean I don't think they'd waste their time with them anyways. But. I don't know. I don't know anything. I just thought that was interesting. They're always, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up sorority girls. And I'm sure the first picture will be like them holding up a, an A next to a, and they're really not flashing gang signs, but it's a bit. You, do I have to explain everything? Really? It's just a bit. You ever been sitting there and you just wonder if there's anybody else in the world who's doing the same thing as you are at that exact moment? Like, do you ever, like, I'm thinking right now, is there somebody else in the world sitting in their parents' basement recording a podcast whose name is Luke and who took a nap today? You know, like, stuff like that. You ever think about that? Or, like, you ever wonder, like, is there anybody else in the world who has exactly $37 in their wallet, just like I do, and... Whose last meal was a Culver's Butter Burger. Double with bacon. Side of fries, no drink. Do you think anybody else in the world has that right now? I mean, they can be the same race as me. They could not be. As long as they have $37 in their wallet. And a Culver's Double double Butter Burger. Butter Burger. With bacon and a side of fries and no drink. Even if they had a drink. Would that change it? Or imagine this, you ever wondered if you're the only, like for me, the only blonde haired, youngest child of four who lives in the Midwest with the initials LH. Now I doubt that's true, but that one would be interesting. There's probably other people who live, or maybe even the state of Indiana. Who's the youngest of four, blonde hair, initials are LH, and is 22 years old. You know, I don't know. Maybe. Have you ever just been sitting there and wondering what your future wife's doing? And I thought about that. And I was like, a thought came to mind. I was like, maybe she's not doing anything because she's not born yet. And I said, whoa. I said, back up, Terry. I said, back up. Put it in reverse. That's not even legal or, or plausible. I guess it would be if I, I waited a long time. But that's just what I was just like, whoa, I was just like, back up. I was like, I, she is doing something right now because she is she is alive. She's not married. Maybe she's married. I don't know. I hope she's not married. Uh, I hope she's doing something, though. I mean, maybe she's doing the exact same thing I'm doing. Maybe she's recording a, a podcast in her parents' basement. Maybe she's 22, youngest of four, the initials LH. Maybe that's her. Maybe the person I was wondering of doing the same thing as me is my future wife, my future shoddy. My boo-boo, my boo-bear, my little boo-boo, boo-boo Thompson. Well, I don't know why boo-boo Thompson. I don't know where I'm going. All right, moving on. I don't know where this, this podcast has been all over, but which one hasn't been, honestly? Has there been a structured, normal podcast yet? So if that's what you guys came to listen to, you came to the wrong place. And feel free to stay if you enjoy it.
If you hate it, feel free to stay as well. I'm okay with hate as long as we also appreciate. Because I think hate, inside hate, there's a little bit of appreciation. You can't hate something and tell somebody how much you hate it if you don't appreciate that. 30 minutes of me talking about nothing, you hate that and you listen to the whole thing. That's appreciation. I appreciate that. But I also hate that you did that. But there's appreciation inside that. Fantasy football, guys. It um, it's, it's update time. And I didn't want to do this because things went downhill fast. Spiraled out of control. Now, the last time I talked to you guys, I made the playoffs in both leagues. Which, I'm going to do a little silent clap for me right here. Not a silent, but a, a small, a light clap. Because that's the first time I think I've ever done that in my life. My team was nice, dude. Stacked. Until everybody got hurt. And everybody wanted to stop scoring points from me. Finished 9-5, and five, which my record was should have been much better than that. For most of the season, I didn't play with my number one overall draft pick, Derrick Henry. Uh, probably the best fantasy player up to that point when he got hurt. So he was out. And then I lost a couple other players. And I hung in there. If I would have won my last week, which I almost did, uh, with, a, with a banged up team, I would have been the number one seed. I was tied for the number one seed, but that uh, by tiebreakers or something, I became a third seed. I lost in the first round of the playoffs. Now, this is the league I really care about. Lost in the first round of the playoffs. Now, the lowest amount of points I scored the entire year was I scored 90 points one time. And I still won that game somehow. But there was times when I scored 153, uh, 143, 147, 154. And in the first round of the playoffs... My team put up 70 points. 70 points. And the team I was playing put up 130. I lost by 60 points in the first round of the playoffs. And I was tied as the number one seed. That just goes to show you how inconsistent and crazy fantasy football. What am I supposed to do about that? What do I do? I got three guys injured, a couple guys in COVID. And the rest of my team just didn't play good football. And it's frustrating because you go a whole year and you worry about every week. But those weeks really don't matter. As long as you get in the big dance, you got a chance. And I let mine get away. I let it slip. And then I lost uh, the next week after that. It's like... uh, if you lose, you play again, like in the loser's consolation bracket. I lost that one. So I might be headed for an eighth, ninth place, ninth place finish, and I was projected to finish second at the end of the regular season. And that's brutal. And in my other league, it was a different kind of playoff. There was only four teams in the playoffs out of eight. The last one, eight out of the ten. This one, four out of the eight. And I made the playoffs. I won the last week against a team that I needed to beat to get in. I beat him, you know, clutch gene, let's go. Now, this team didn't didn't lay as much of an egg as, as the team I really cared about, but 
this fantasy football team, it's it's a two-week first round. So the first round was the last two weeks. And I lost again. I lost the second week. The first week I won by like 0.6 points. And then the second week I lost by like 30. So I got smoked. And the whole year, I mean, it's fun. It's I love it. But the whole year, even when I'm doing well and I enjoy it, all it takes is one bad week in the playoffs and you're done. Now, in this, in, in the second one, I kind of liked that better. Actually, I didn't because it was just way more stressful about getting in the playoffs. But one bad week and your team's done. And you play 14 regular season games. I go 9-5, and five, have a great season. And I put up one bad day. And there it goes, all down the drain. Just goes to show you. Those guys who are winning right now, they're a bunch of tryhards, though, honestly. Just sit around and... Waiver claim, pick up this guy, pick up that guy. Nah, I'm just playing. It's just, it's frustrating, you know? Because I, I told you guys so much about it, and I expected big things, at least from one league. And I let you guys down. But enough fantasy football, you guys probably don't care. But I just wanted to get that off. Sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. I'm frustrated because I had such a good season. Overall, I was 16 and 12. Combine the two leagues, 16 and 12, and I was 9 and 5 and 7 and 7. That's good for me. Usually I quit at week 6, and I wish I would have because I wouldn't have broke my heart as much. You know, I'll talk about something else that broke my heart. Christmas Day, a bunch of my family's over. We got the Wii going. We got two TVs out in the barn. Got the big one going, watching NBA, NFL, whatever you're watching. I think it was NBA at the time. And... Get some wee bowling going because my grandma um, at her retirement home, I don't know what to call it, where she lives, I think that's what you call it, old people home, you know, you hate to call it that, but that's kind of what it is, and they have, they wee bowl like three times a week, so my grandma wanted to play, and I was like, grandma, you might get to work, first game, I'm balling out, okay, I'm balling out, I mean, first, first frame, strike, second frame, strike, third frame, strike, fourth frame, strike, you know, that continues, I'm in the 10th frame, pick up the strike, now the problem is if you've ever played Wii Bowling, I do this thing where I slide it all the way to the end, and then I turn it and angle it, and I get it perfect, and I shift it again, and I move, it's, it's a whole thing, and when I, when I, when I throw the ball, sometimes I try and throw it perfectly straight so I hold onto it and then I let go at it when it's at the top so it comes out perfectly straight and it kind of like drops onto the lane. And sometimes when you do that, it doesn't read it right or you do it wrong and you have to like redo the throw. It doesn't count as a throw, but you redo it. Not where it goes behind you and the people jump up and they go, whoa, and they spin around. But very similar to that. And that would happen to me like four or five times every time I would throw it. So the people watching my cousins and the people I'm playing with were like this would be so much cooler if you didn't do that every time and I'm trying my best here but I'm still trying to get strikes I was like I'll let the strike speak for it I'm in the 10th frame pick up the first strike two more strikes to go for a 300 a 300 piece now I've bowled a 300 before but not in a competition like this not with people watching especially not on Christmas day now I get up there so I bowl that one, it's the 10th frame, I go to handle off, my grandma's like, no, it's the 10th frame, you go again. Threw me off a little bit. Now I get back up there, a couple of them, 
first throw, doesn't register. I got to do it again. Second throw, slips out of my hand again. Third throw, slips out of my hand again. Now, the, the crowd was getting hostile. Hostile. They were throwing fruit at me. They were throwing all sorts of stuff. Grapefruits, bananas, apples, even walnuts. Christmas walnuts were being thrown at me. Uh, the ones that you need the, the nutcracker to open. I mean, people were booing me. People were swearing, cussing me out. And I get up there, and I'm like, all right, screw you guys. And I go up there, and I throw it. It comes off wrong. It spins, and it, it misses the pocket, and I leave two pins up. And I choked. And before I threw it, I told myself, don't choke. And you never... Never do you ever want to say that to yourself before a big moment. Because sometimes I feel like I have the ability to choke. I used to play uh, this flappy golf game with my friend Eric on the way to AAU games. And I'd always be winning at the end. And I would always find a way to blow it and choke. And I feel like sometimes it happened in golf too. I'd be having a great score coming in. And then I'd choke on the last hole. Or the last two holes. Or I'd choke the whole 18 away. <laughs> that's not choking. That's just sucking. And I threw it away. And I choked it. And I told myself not to choke. And when you tell yourself that, you got to step off. You got to say, hey, don't think about failing. Think about succeeding. And I didn't do it because the pressure was high. And the grapefruits were flying. And they were getting bigger and larger and more um, plump. And um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um voluptuous they were getting more voluptuous and the oranges were they were peeling them before they threw them at me now and i'm covered in vitamin c i'm covered in citrus i'm a mess and i'm trying to knock down these these final 10 pins with, with the most hostile crowd since we've seen um at that big fight uh the malice at the palace that's what it was like in there i was ready to throw hands with everybody in that place on christmas day my whole family I was ready to throw hands. Now, I may have made some of that up, but the moral of the story is I did choke on the 11th throw. And I bowled the 289, and granted, I beat my grandma by about 60, and we played four or five more games. She did beat me one time, though. The next game, I think I bowled like a 160. I was just out of it. Mentally, wasn't there. Then we ate some lunch, got my, got my mind back, and you know I started bowling like 280s, 270s. And my grandma, I mean... She's very supportive, I'll give her that. I worked her a couple times. And, you know, I don't know if you've really lived until you told your grandma, hey, you don't stand a chance against me and we born, and then you actually duke it out. I was talking smack to my grandma on Christmas Day and we born. That's, that's the life I've been living, and that's the life I've been enjoying. And I'm not sure you really lived life until you looked your grandma in the eyes and said, you don't stand a chance against me. I'm the best wee boy this side of the Mississippi. Why don't you go back to the old people's home? Play with them guys. Get that Bengay on them elbows over there. and Bowl sitting down because you can't stand up. Okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> I just kid my grandma moves like a cat. Yet yeah, she's agile. She can move. She's a good wee bowler. I'll give her that. She is. A lot of game. A lot of talent. But really positive mindset, you know. No, it was a lot of fun. She did beat me once, though. I think I one out of five. 
no, I got, I got to make myself feel good and tell everybody that I beat my grandma four to five times because I need to validate myself. And I just did. Oh, man, you know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't done bars of the week. Do you think we should? Okay, we'll do some bars of the week. You know, you know here's what we're going to do. All right. I don't, I don't have any bars right now. Because I said, like I said, I'm saving some for if I'm writing a song because I might be writing a rap song. But next episode, I promise you right now that I will have bars of the week. And next segment or next episode, I'm also going to do hot takes. I did a hot take segment one time. I'm going to bring that back next week. So next next week for sure, we're going bars of the week and we're going hot takes. And everything else in there is just random thoughts. I'm actually going to write it down right now. Okay, you can. I'm going to go to my notes. New notes. New podcast. I have like probably 25 notes labeled new pod in my uh, in my notes on my phone. New podcast. Bars of the week. Need new bars and hot take segment. So I'll be thinking about both those. Now a couple of hot takes last time really really threw threw off the people, but I'm for the people. Just like we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure tranquility, something like that. But man, I love this microphone. It's actually I I kinda just want to talk into it all the time. I might just record something and not even post it just because I like hearing the sound quality of the microphone. It just, I, I didn't have to turn my, I, when I listened to my podcast in the car, I used to have to turn it up to 200, you know? I really had to get that thing up so I could hear it. But now I can hear it clearly and I'm at like sound level 20 as opposed to 34. So we love it. We're here for it. But I think that's going to be it for this episode. We're going to do one more next week. I don't know who's. What the heck? Sorry, somebody, one of my friends just just sent me a picture of me with like my face as a girl. And I didn't have her number. And she's like, do you know who this person is? And I was like, that's me, but as a girl. That really threw me off. Um. But, peace out. I love you guys. Let's get a little Levi Lamberjack to close us out. Let me see. Come on, Levi. Close us out, big dog. Do it for the homies. Let's go. Here we go. Oh. Tennis up. All right, guys. Peace out. Love you guys for real. You guys, gang, gang. No, I'm not flashing gang signs when I'm doing it. I'm just saying gang, gang. I really mean peace out. Love y'all. A-Town. Deuces. <laughs>